Hello seekers, welcome to While We Exist. The aim of today's podcast is to talk about competitive programming. Now, I know many of you might have not heard of this term. So let me tell you first. Competitive programming is a sport programming where the participant is given a question with some specifications and he needs to solve it within a stipulated time limit. So what are the skills you need for this? You need to be a great coder. You need to have speed. You need to have problem solving skills because you will be given new problems and you have to solve them. Plus a, a good fundamental <clears throat> knowledge of data structures and algorithms. But why is this sport important? Let me tell you something. All the, if you want to crack the coding interviews of the top companies all over the world, be it Google, Facebook, Amazon, or anything, take any company. If you want to crack the interviews, if you want to work there as a software developer, you need to be great at competitive coding. You need to be good at it. So today we will talk about that, that skill. I have two of my friends, uh, Ruchir and Karan. All three of us were very active uh, while we were in college in competitive coding. So it helped us a lot. It opened many doors for us. So today we will be talking about our journey and maybe some of you can get a few ideas and implement it in your lives. So welcome guys, welcome. How do you feel to be here today? Roger. Uh, I feel like I have some responsibility on my hands, but uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it would be, I think a great, uh, great way to like, uh, interact with others, like tell them about what you have experienced and probably uh, what mistakes you made and yeah. then how, how they can enjoy this art of competitive coding. Wow, nicely put. I love that you said, uh, we will definitely talk about the mistakes that we may be, the mistakes that we made, because that will really help these people out. Uh, also, Karan, how do you feel today? Yeah, it feels great like this is my first pod podcast ever and probably this provides me a platform to share my experience and as Ruchar said that it will surely help other people like how a learning curve has been and how we can help others to uh, like uh, issues that we have faced. Yes, exactly. Because many people are facing issues. Uh, so recently I've, I will, I've been active on LinkedIn. And I've also, I've been in conversation with many students who are in their third year or fourth year. Students who are not maybe from the top institutes in India. Uh, they are from tier three institutes, what we call them. And I've seen panic the way they interact. They, I feel they don't have the right resources. So yes, that uh, I saw that thing happening. So I thought, why not just make a podcast on it, talk about our, our experiences. So, um, but let's start on a lighter note. I want to ask you guys, my first question is, 
how you got interested in this art of competitive coding how you got interested in it because i know both of you and i and i know at one point of time you were just passionate about this like i know you used to go to classes and this you were just thinking of this problem you're not even paying any attention because it is addictive we all know that so did we ever go to classes <laughs> <laughs> okay that is a different aspect <laughs> but um that so, could be one of the mistakes we made <laughs> yeah. uh, yes why not but um so how you got interested in this let let's start with karan how you got interested in I rather prefer Rachu going first in this since I guess he was the first one to get started on this. Like mm-hmm. I guess he started in like first few months of the college itself. So yeah, you'll have a better answer there. So, so the like the way uh, we got introduced to comparative coding, I think uh, me and Yash were together when uh, one of us uh, super seniors came to us and uh, told us that uh, you can try this out and uh, if you get good at this. uh you are sure to get good placement so yeah that was the starting point but uh, like once uh once i got into it and i solved uh, my first couple of problems like the idea of solving this puzzle like uh, just thinking uh, and taking a problem which you haven't seen before and just trying to solve it within um within some time but like this doing that got me interested into it and then when i started these contests uh it was uh like it was a completely uh, like completely enjoyable experience because you were then actually working towards something and you got to know like there are a few contests which you can um uh, participate in and then you can actually represent your college so that feeling of mm-hmm. um like working towards something was yes. amazing wow that's yeah that's the well put uh So yes I think you were one of the first people you were the first one among three or maybe me too we both maybe started together complete coding like yeah. as far as i remember he was like quite actively into a competitive coding right from the first semester of the college mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i started in the second semester first semester i was i didn't have my laptop with me oh yeah <laughs> so, so i was i was just focusing on uh, like my college studies um, yeah <laughs> that was the last semester you focused on college studies okay anyway <laughs> no, exactly yeah okay <laughs> anyway so uh, i think after that karan got interested in it so how what was your turning point karan yeah for me it was more like like uh, i i was just trying it out like in the first, in the first year i was trying ios development i i was into it for like almost a year but uh, i don't know i i lost the interest there then uh, probably getting started with uh, comparative coding it uh, much more relates to how we have been since our 11th class so we were always into uh, pro, like doing mcqs uh, doing as fast as as fast as we can mm. and uh, it's it's like the same feeling that we get here uh, we have this time constraints and uh, it's like we have a lot of questions to solve approach different kind of problems all like all problems are quite new so yeah and so it's like the same push that we get uh, that we like uh, that we used to get in our school days mm-hmm. right also uh, because when you're doing competitive coding you have contests every weekend so every week you have a tool to analyze yourself so i think you get that push also if you're doing 
good you get that push that dopamine dopamine <clears throat> hit you get when you get that rating increase or maybe in any of these coding platforms so yeah that yeah you have these things also which makes it really addictive so so we are like i i remember like we had this cult in our college that we like just a small group but it it was like the initial phase of that cult that we were talking about the ratings and all on code forces so yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep. also as ruchi said uh, it feels like we are solving a puzzle i also felt that it is mostly totally solving agree. a puzzle just a puzzle so yeah that's pretty cool so uh, thanks for sharing your Uh, how you got interested in competitive coding uh the next topic that i wanted to talk about is so i've already spoken about it let me put it again interviews like these big companies and all the it companies mostly they put high emphasis on coding a uh, competitive coding the coding questions in the interview rounds be it google be it facebook or be it any big companies so my question is why do they do that because we know these guys are, will actually be handling the you know someone who goes into facebook he he's going into a big corporation they need they need good skilled software developers to handle facebook so why do these people put so much emphasis on competitive coding why what what defines this so um, anyone who wants to go first like would go for so yeah like so like these companies what they're looking for is that if someone comes into their company how fast can they learn something new mm-hmm. and uh, they have this opinion like if you get a smart person on board who can solve unseen problems any problem be it me like uh, obviously the problems in a working environment are really different mm-hmm. but uh, if uh, he ha- if the guy he or she has this talent of like uh, learning something new quickly then he can probably pick it up if they are uh, like putting him with the right people with the right opportunities hmm okay so you said learn a, a guy who is good at competitive coding will most probably learn skills quickly because he is been practicing that right like the art of problem solving is one thing like uh, karan suggested like we started in 11th and 12th class so it uh, like uh, doing these problems which were outside our course book uh, were actually helping us developing that mm. uh, creative thinking also like uh, a little bit on the implementation side um, uh, was also uh, like given uh, like was also there like like a little bit of implementation improvement was also there when you are doing competitive coding but mainly the problem solving skills is what they are uh, like like get the, gets them confident about hiring a candidate hmm exactly and i think implementation skill is also a big factor because i am sure if someone is good at competitive coding he must have solved at least 200 300 question at least so if someone has written so much yeah. so much code he knows how to put his ideas into code we can say that so he is good at implementation also so i think that is also a big big factor uh anything else yeah. you want to add uh yeah so like uh, if i just take a simple example here uh, let's say somebody is into uh, any of the sports and uh, you're trying to learn some other sports so uh, what you see is that uh, those uh, like there are two different sports but to some extent 
like they are related right mm-hmm. uh, like your fitness levels and all so it's like it's kind of like the same here uh, if you are into competitive programming so what i feel like is that it uh, opens up your brain like how you approach problem and uh, uh, like uh, it's it's like you can uh, to some extent uh, think one or two steps ahead because you can see like where you could face problems because mm. uh, in uh, competitive programming it's like uh, uh, you, you can't just uh, do hit and tries you right. have to come up with a proper solution then you have to implement it mm. so you have to be sure shot uh, at the very first step so that kind of nurtures your brain uh, or yourself to approach the problem in a quite structured way uh, and uh, that kind of helps in other domains as well and uh, to uh, like uh, if i uh, say like how it helped me in my career like it, it uh, uh, for me it's like uh, uh, to some extent it's uh, easier for me to connect dots from uh, let's say if i'm having various issues uh, or if i'm looking at data for me it's uh, relatively easier to connect dots because uh, i i uh, think that uh, getting into competitive programming has helped me get into that point wow that's uh two i i loved two of your points first uh, you said that competitive coding is like a mental exercise for our brain uh it helps us yeah. to think it helps us to open uh different parts of our brain but the second important thing uh which you said is uh, when we do a, when we uh, when we were solving competitive coding questions in the end it had to be accepted or not accepted so you always are thinking to solve a problem so that really nurtures your brain to start thinking in the right direction to thinking to start thinking in an optimized way so yes uh, and in with time you also start thinking two steps ahead when you yeah when you are experienced obviously but yeah those are those are good points and surely i think these are the reason why these big companies uh, value competitive coding so much but um, so it's this is a personal question did you guys start because you knew this would help you in interviews or you you just started because you liked it did you know this before starting rochel so, i think uh, Yeah yeah so like i started because of the reason that uh, it was told to me uh, that it will help you at interviews but i continued doing it at on a consistent basis because mm-hmm. i actually enjoyed it okay all right karan and you oh uh, yeah so for me uh, it was more like uh, i started off a development first then i tried this so okay. i always had this problem of uh, learning something new so i always wanted uh, things to be properly structured and competitive programming is it's it's quite structured so it was easier for me to get onboarded to it and uh, once i got comfortable with it it, it was more like a passion or like the puzzle mm-hmm. solving skills that gave me that adrenaline rush so we all accept that it is addictive it is addictive uh, yeah. for sure <laughs> okay so uh Okay that was informative but uh this brings me to my next section so now the thing is we all know competitive coding is very important 
and now um i guess now in the age of social media everyone knows even if he's in his first year even if there was no senior to tell him it is everything is on youtube and uh, linkedin you know that you have to do competitive coding but still th- there is a lot of panic that i've seen in students uh that they feel that this particular art is very tough to acquire to learn to master at so here's my here's what i think you guys can agree to me or disagree with my perspective i feel competitive coding has a steep initial learning if we see the learning curve of competitive competitive coding it is steep initially uh if i can put it in simpler terms i've played two sports i've played cricket for a long time i've played tennis for a long time when i played cricket i felt even when i started it was easy, let's say uh, there are 10 players playing cricket i can easily go and ask them ki can you let me in and i can play with them because cricket doesn't have a steep initial curve you can learn how to uh, use a bat quickly but when i started with tennis i feel tennis has a steep initial learning curve even to learn a forehand or a serve you need to put in effort initially there has to be effort put initially where you are not expecting any returns you're just putting effort so i feel competitive coding is similar to something like this initially it is tough you are going to have dull moments you are going to have low moments where you are not able to learn anything new you have you are not able to perform good in contests maybe you are failing in some of your interviews and i'm sure you all both of you have gone through those moments so i want to ask you how and you definitely did come out of that gracefully so now i want to ask you how what how to come out of these low moments because this is an important skill to master so what are your tips let's start with richard so uh, like the first thing would be like if you are not able to solve this question uh, you can uh, you should closely follow these editorials which are sent out in these contests so like uh, if you're participating in a contest it is totally okay not being able to do as well like uh, yeah, the, when you start comparing yourself with others it will like it will like it will do you not much good so yeah you can just what you can do is that um, like you can just code uh, for the like you can code for the fun of it and you can um, like the editorials will definitely help you learn that skill so basically if you're not able to do well in a particular contest or with a particular problem just follow these editorials learn a new skill so take that as an opportunity to learn something new and not something like it's um, not um, not that um, if uh, some other person was able to do it um, there could be a possibility that the other person like me myself there was the, in a very initial curve like when i when i just started competitive coding it wasn't that steep because like i was a little accustomed to the art of problem solving during my uh, 11 12th preparation mm-hmm. iit preparation days so it was a little fine like i was I just had to learn the syntax second and, and i could go with it like the learning curve did look a little a, a lot steep in the middle when you had to like uh, 
okay. uh, when you were trying to aim for something like you see my CPC World Finals, but that would be like uh, that was very steep. But <laughs> so like yeah, so yeah, okay, okay. So basically, you are telling uh, us to uh, checking out the editorials all the time, even if you don't do well in contest. Do check out the editorials. Do learn it, and don't be participate in contest. Participate and in just see. Yeah, like like be very happy when you just get that green tick mark mm. and try and just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like accepted tick mark is like amazing. So yeah, you can do those. You can try long contests. You can try short contests. Whatever suits you, you can just uh, yeah. Got it. Got it. Karan, you want to add anything onto it? Yeah, like, uh, uh, so I would slightly disagree with the statement that you made about uh, this uh, steep learning curve for comparative programming. So, mm-hmm. like, if we uh, look at other domains, like if we look at development side or maybe machine learning, I- I'm talking about uh, during college time. Okay. So, like, those domains are quite subjective. Uh, you see, like. uh there's no proper solution to everything mm. but if we look at comparative programming it's it, it's like binary either you get it right or you get it wrong so mm. there it, it's like you can easily move on to the other question once you get it accepted you can uh, you you say that i'm i'm done with this problem but uh, with right. the other domain so th- that's what the problem i i faced my first year like uh, when i started with ios development i i, I didn't know like uh, where uh, what's the next milestone what do i have to do like with whatever i'm working on whether it's the best outcome i could have done or not so there uh so there i would say that it's a little steep learning curve because you have to push yourself uh, in learning and you have to push yourself uh, in uh, like uh, you have to find your own path that. yes you have to find your own path because there's no structure correct hmm. correct yeah Okay. so uh, uh right now like uh, even during our college days uh, there were a lot of uh, blog posts i guess i remember a2oj where they have a curated list of uh, the problems to get started with and even on code courses uh, you can see uh, the problems sorted by the uh, the accepted uh, number of answers so yeah so there it's it's kind of like easier to judge uh, whether mm-hmm. you can you'll be able to do it or not Okay. but if you go into some other problem like machine learning it's it's slightly like uh, you need to work i guess you need maybe. a mentor if you are going for these things because you need someone to guide you uh, correct yeah comparative coding you like you said it's it's binary it's it's correct or it's not you have a set of things yeah. that you need to learn so yeah i, I think mm-hmm. i agree to your point it's one of the easiest thing to do in college then Comparative coding yeah. <laughs> compared to other other ones. Okay, but still, I think you might have. Did you have these paths in your journey where it felt like uh, a bit low? Maybe or you don't. Uh, you did, your last two contests didn't go that well. You're not able to solve problems. So, for did you face anything, or it was all happy and merry? the journey <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it you always face problems while learning things so mm-hmm. yeah i did face uh, problems so like uh, as rucher mentioned that uh, you should always look for editorials and i i guess discussing problems with others it gives you a, like a fresh perspective or a new way uh, some new way to look at the problem 
editorial uh, maybe yes it's it's like uh, you will just follow one approach but uh, discussion is something that will help you even more because uh, uh, you might come up with uh, mm. some new approach like in comparative programming it's not like that uh, there's only one fixed uh, approach that will help you right. solve the problem there can be multiple approaches so yeah and especially multiple approaches when you solve a problem now how if you talk to other people they can like the way they think the way to approach a recursion problem that is also very important to grasp if someone mm-hmm. is good at that so, so i think yeah. this this point with uh, karan came up with like the discussion part like this was one of the things which was again really enjoyable i remembered yeah. like we used to carry our uh, contest problem discussions to the mess and we used to like yeah. uh, probably sit together and discuss <laughs> like uh, and we had this uh, also this uh, mystery of what will happen after an hour when these system tests were done in the contest and yes. uh, like four two of our four problems will fail and <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so that that was the like discussions were like really amazing also like yeah will uh, yeah so basically when Uh, these contests like if you go and meet these people in some way if you can if you if you're able to uh, like uh, go for a regional contest or anything like the multiple sack down tcu open like these people these places are present like uh, so basically like these these contests are if you're able to go and meet them in person like the people from other colleges and discuss with them that brings in another fresh perspective so like yeah. you're able to do that that like go and interact with these people like this see what their journey is like get inspired by what their uh, mm. story is yes. exactly yes i think discussion is so, one of the yeah uh, yeah so what i feel like is like in any domain right now what every one of us is feeling is like the curse of too many choices we have like lot of blog posts lot of websites to look after so it it all goes haywire when uh, you get started on one then you uh, hop on to some other website so mm-hmm. one thing is like you have to stick to one uh, like if let's say you are doing code courses then just stick to it if you are learning one topic let's say you learning dp then just stick to it uh, like try to master it then maybe move on to some other topic right right i think yeah that's an important point because every uh, site every coding site it has a different flavor to it i believe code forces problem let's say it is very maths oriented you need to be good at maths when you're on code forces i just feel that way maybe uh, if we take something else let's say code chef code chef long it has a different flavor to it so you need to be <clears throat> accustomed with at least one properly so you know what are you solving you know how to approach problems here so yeah pick one yeah. but which one of your if if i can ask you which one was your favorite coding platform any favorites i was always into code forces i guess Okay. Code process would be the number one, but Code Chef again. So I would say like it would be number one, but then Code Chef, as you said, it had a different flavor. Like the problems yeah. were very algorithmic. Yes, and, especially uh, long. So basically, you uh, in the long yeah. contest too. Yeah. So basically, you'll get to learn something new, and if you had the time and you were able to do that yourself in that time. then you will uh, that uh, idea and that uh, whatever will get very concrete in your so basically then you can use those ideas in the future as well yes mm-hmm. i always yeah. advise code chef long to let's say a third year right of i tell them if you have time if you have 10 days go for code chef long because you learn you will obviously time will be invested but you will learn something here. 
DCU has really good editorials. Okay, top coder. Top coder, yes. Okay, great, great. So, ah, thank you guys for sharing your insights. Uh, now that we have spoken so much about how competitive coding is important, how everyone is actually, everyone has to do it to get into companies. Now, this is a question to you guys. Uh, I want to know your opinion. Shouldn't competitive coding be included in the college college curriculum itself? Because if every company is asking for this skill, what do you feel? Should it be included as a college curriculum, or it is it is nice the way it is? Uh, what do you feel about it? Yeah. So I so like when you say college curriculum, I do know one college in Delhi has that. Okay. Like they have a, an elective. So I am in favor of having this as an elective because mm-hmm. then you will have uh, so many people like uh, like some people will just uh, get introduced to that new topic like just yeah. the same way like other electives like if they are able to find something interesting in that they'll be able to but again like you are I according to me like if you are uh, persisting in competitive coding if you have this in mind that you want to crack an interview. uh like that is uh, that should I, i that that is one goal which will not make you enjoy that process so much mm-hmm. because that, right. that is something which everyone is going to and that is like the better coding is not the only way i feel which okay you by which you can crack these interviews there are people uh, who have done who have really good analytical skills like they have um like um, like like the people who were able to do like very very tough problems in their 11th and 12th class when they were approaching for itj those people mm-hmm. were are able to crack these interviews without uh, knowing competitive coding what even is uh-huh. so like I, i guess if you're very good at maths i think you have a slight advantage yes. in competitive coding yeah so in interviews mm-hmm. yeah competitive coding is one way definitely but uh, okay. there are other ways as well so Okay. Are you also in support of this current, including as an uh, elective? So I, uh, maybe as an elective, not as a mandatory subject, because it's mm-hmm. like uh, what domain you want to explore. Like if you want to get into data science or you want to get into code development, then yeah, yeah. So around data science, machine learning, we already have courses, and so that's like the choice we. Uh, mm-hmm. so that, that i guess those courses are much more oriented towards in the industry maybe and uh, or like how it will help you but uh, uh, i don't i i'm kind of uh, i kind of have an a uh, neutral opinion on this whether it should be there in the curriculum or not okay okay so uh, i guess maybe including it as a elective can be the next step that can be tried out at least because anyways the students are taking uh, learning it on the net or maybe going to some private institution for it so maybe we can introduce it as an elective okay mm, maybe yeah maybe. but uh, like in lot of colleges we have uh, these uh, group competitive coding groups and also i guess uh, there's mm. already a strong right. culture around lot of colleges Not sure if there would be a need. Yeah, but like if there's some elective, like 
sometimes it so happened like if you started with an elective you in between you just realize that you are actually enjoying the topic so like if like if there is an elective probably a little more number of people will end up there's no harm in doing uh, uh, competitive coding as an elective so yeah it's like just a little more un- unknown like people who didn't want to do it by themselves just do it for the course and the grade and then they end up liking it a lot that's the yeah i and uh, i think that's a very good point because we like we know that everyone like you everyone should be at least informed that this skill is important and like uh, karan said that we already have some uh, groups or clubs in college which do this so we don't know if this might be it is necessary to include it as an elective but i have a different opinion in it why because uh, i've been in talks i've i've communicated with some students who are from let's say tier 3 uh, colleges and i feel that the information there about competitive coding is not it's not uh, what do you say very correct they feel that competitive coding it is very tough some people will not even enter competitive because first of all uh they don't have uh, seniors who are let's say they don't have 50 sen- they don't have let's say 20 seniors who are each year going into great companies so they already feel that okay it's very tough it means because their best students are not going uh, not cracking these interviews so i feel that there is a lack of information so maybe if a elective is there for everyone uh, to just experience it it might be a good idea that's my take on it yeah yeah, yeah. i i i agree with that like uh, basically uh, maybe in our college we might not have faced uh, such problems because i guess we had enough drive uh, among us uh, among our group also yes. but uh, not sure about tier 3 colleges like uh, yeah right uh, yeah so yeah so that's maybe it can be included okay uh now my next tier 3 colleges i'll just say like there are a few people who do come out of the tier 3 colleges like they just explore randomly even though like there are ones and i really respect those people a lot because they they don't have their peers who are telling them they are actually mm. interacting with someone outside their college they're bringing in the culture into their college so that yeah, is like the main right. thing uh so there are a few, a few people who are in kind of google and like uh, like uh, these big companies other big companies and they are actually really good at uh, competitive coding problem solving yes yes there are More many people there. yes yes yeah. yes there are many people who are good uh yes, yes. there are many people who are good but uh, yeah let's see how it goes uh but my next let's come to my next section so uh, as i told you so i just want to burst some myths if they are i want to discuss it with you guys so uh i I've, i've been active on linkedin recently and i saw there is a term known as fang culture like this is a new term that i've been introduced to uh fang uh, so i'll tell you what it means the spelling is f double a n g and uh the full form is so these are the full form is facebook amazon apple Netflix, Google. 
Now, what does this FANG means? Uh, basically, all the students who are cracking these five companies, they are they are worshipped, literally, uh, on LinkedIn. So this is a kind of a status if you're into a FANG company. Uh, I believe there are a lot of companies which are very good. Not five, not even 10, not even 20. There are many. And now that we are in a startup age, India, in India, I think the startup revolution it's it's on the rise. There are many startups. So, do you think? What do you feel? Do you think? Do you feel there are many companies and you don't have to care about these five or like ten companies? What do you feel about it? So, like, yeah, like what do you say? I've seen it like uh, happening. So, this uh, the entire thing is related to like. Uh, the, basically a lot of intent being available like uh, on other sources as well and it just it will just seep down to LinkedIn as well but like regarding my opinion I think yeah like obviously like I don't support like the uh, worshipping of uh, these people uh, like who have cracked the interviews so uh, like yes team so yeah so it's it's just that they are, they are yeah so like it's happy it's a good thing like they have done that and uh, i think yeah so it's that, that's just that like i don't think it helps anyone uh, by posting these on linkedin groups i think there are much better ways of getting people motivated uh, yes. to do competitive coding ha huh. that is what i feel when you start uh, let's say worshiping someone or you start treating someone as let's say a hero you feel that achieving that thing is very tough and i don't want that to happen because it's not that tough we have done it we are not all the people who have done it they're not wizards but yes i agree that when you crack these companies you get a good pay you get a lot of things along with it so yes that's nice but anyone can do it anyone can do it so and also it's not only these five companies you have many companies you can go for so you have a lot of options i just putting out putting this out so yeah like not like there are, there is a lot of persistence gone with, with that process so like it's just like uh, any uh, exam probably like uh, like if you have a lot of structure involved like if you have a lot of resources which are very structured like as karin pointed out it gets a little easier to get to the level that if you are given uh, a set a problem probably you, it won't be that unseen to you so yeah but then again there are a lot of people who are actually uh, the other side as well who have actually uh, did, done competitive coding and actually learned a lot of uh, new skills like learning learning to see like solve new problems so it's like a mix of both of those in such companies and any company whatsoever so yeah like uh, like it, it is yeah it is pretty uh, yeah like so i think yes like if there would be probably some other post uh, about like uh, inspiring people to start competitive programming not for the purpose of mm, exactly uh, interviews on linkedin that will be much more informative that would be refreshing actually to yes. see a post yes. uh, like this uh, anything did you know about this fan culture current I I wasn't aware about it. I just got to know about this. But uh, probably what I feel like uh, on this particular term is like uh, 
all these companies are kind of like an integral part of everyone's life maybe mm. so everyone wants to be part of those companies but right. so uh, probably there's a lack of uh, awareness about other companies uh, like when you're in college you don't really relate to uh, really core development companies maybe right, right, that's right. why right. you wouldn't be able to relate with it uh, like you were, you want to get into it or something like that so uh, yeah there are other companies and uh, so i yeah i i don't really uh, appreciate this culture of uh, just going for all these five companies yeah matlab you don't need to panic you have a lot of options just yeah. be good at your skill you'll get a good company that's it yes yeah yeah right uh a lot of information on competitive coding shared but uh my next section is something what richard actually started uh richard said that if we can motivate people to do competitive coding but not for interviews maybe something else so um let's talk about acm icpc um and before that i'll also i'll tell you why i got interested in competitive coding so uh the my primary reason was uh I, there was a senior in our college uh who i once saw wearing a t-shirt and on that t-shirt it was written i'm not sure exactly but it was written um i was at acm icpc something like this a very cool t-shirt about a contest and uh, and somehow i came to know that this guy is actually a very good coder he has a huge name in the college so i was like what is this contest and i think by that time i got introduced to competitive coding uh, i started doing it but i got introduced to this contest and uh, so all the people who don't know what acm icpc is it's very simple uh, you make teams teams of 3 and you apply for this contest now there is first uh, an online round where students are chosen from each college maximum two or three teams from each college are chosen and then you have a regional round and then the top five students go to the world finals where you actually represent india so if you crack the first round you are representing your college if you crack the second round you are representing india so yeah it really fascinated me and uh, later on that dream did came did come true and uh, all three of us went to acm icpc in our third year so tell me about that journey uh, because i think we were on that journey we were never into the journey of uh, we weren't doing competitive coding to crack interviews we were actually doing competitive coding to crack acm icpc maybe get a good rank at acm icpc so um, for all the people out there who have this aim who have this dream uh, what do you want to tell to those people and let's uh, start your journey first how you got introduced to this concept current if you can start first acm icpc how did you got to know so acm icpc like uh, if you are into competitive coding like uh, we were not just there for doing weekly contests and all it has to end somewhere like mm-hmm. there has to be some bigger milestone and that's what we were aiming for so there uh, like uh one uh, primary thing that uh, i felt was like as a team you have to 
work on it because uh, like it's uh, it's uh, three three of us and you have to work as a team there not as individual and like mm. uh, 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 across multiple contests that we have had it was uh, like primarily we were doing individual like if you if you are into code forces you you'll mostly be doing individual contests and all but uh, if you are aiming for acm icpc like one thing that you definitely have to work on is like working as a team right so yeah and uh, that uh, journey obviously like uh, has helped me in my other parts of the life as well like working as a team mm. because i i guess i was never good at that <laughs> yes yeah right and uh, this is a very important skill that it teaches us how to work like you have three people out there and each right. one of them has to do has to play a part how to fix everyone to their part so yeah that was uh yeah, i i i remember like before the contest we were planning like what uh, set of algorithms you will be working on mm-hmm. uh like we had to master a few like a set of algorithms yeah so that was uh, so like yeah. yeah so you see my cpc journey uh, so like uh, when so these contests uh, which we used to do uh, like uh, was were actually uh, yeah so like these contests which we were doing for uh, the other contests which we were doing which were, were kind of prepping us uh, towards uh, like doing this within a within a time duration you need to solve a lot of problems so like uh, so when you start, when you get got this uh, when, when we we had this uh, opportunity that we have you can apply for acmicpc regionals and there'll be this online contest and then uh, like the top two or top three people top two or top three teams from the college will be going to this place so like first of all it was like a great trip for us i think yeah right <laughs> like we right, we right. really enjoyed all the entire journey going up till that yes. place i think uh, that was so, the first time when like we had to go to represent our college to some other city as a team so yeah that was cool yeah i, I remember you were uh, playing this uh, song on repeat which i really liked i think it was somebody <laughs> back yes me and us were the first time we went in was in our second year and yeah, like uh, like and then in, on the third yeah, year it was a called, travel song yeah. jumpy mate Na 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 na. I forgot what the lyrics were. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. And then we, and then we met uh, a few hotshots like the people yeah. who are uh, the best in the trade. Uh, and then we talked to them about their advice and how they told us he gave us two options of solving dynamic programming, like bottom up, top down. Choose <laughs> choose one of those two, and they were like, "Are bottom up? No, no, no. Here, top down is the way." So basically. So I was always a fan of recursive approaches. Yeah, that fe- felt much more intuitive to me. I think it's yeah. it totally depends on how your mind works. That, that recursive bottom yeah, up yeah, versus yeah. top down. <clears throat> yeah. Some people find that intuitive, and some people just find it going over the head. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah and then when we went to this uh, like there was this place where they were serving us food like they were tandoori rotis and dal makhani <laughs> and then <laughs> so that idea of like uh, being served food in a wedding style and then yeah. you are just enjoying we were taken care people. of we were taken care you, of you yeah you heard all these names like uh, all the webhams and all the <laughs> you right. heard all these people and uh, like they are like the top and you were just going and akuls and all of these people basically and <laughs> this is also one of the big yeah. a, a very important point you meet the top coders to, together 
the one so these you can learn from so much you get out of your bubble you might be the best coder or the top 5 coders of your college but you come here and then you are like what <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that is that was so, so i talked about enjoying it but i think you also should put you are yourself a little mm. outside your comfort zone because like if you are not learning new techniques and you're just enjoying it just doing contests for the sake of it and then you are not actually improving yourself in any way you're just doing it for the fun and like on after point of time you should actually also push yourself a bit like so that you are able to develop yourself so like try different diverse problems like uh, all kinds of problems like as karan mentioned like take one at a time but do multiple so like uh, and then realize your strengths and then as a team uh, know what your strengths are what your weaknesses are uh if you are actually aiming for acmicpc world finals but also uh, don't take acmicpc world finals to be the end game if you don't if you're not able to get there it's totally fine like mm. you should work towards it but also like uh, you should develop everything but like take it as one another goal like yeah. meeting them is good meeting uh, like genedi correct all these people, the tourists <laughs> and everyone <laughs> totally different thing but uh, we didn't get a chance to do that Yeah, it would have been really amazing. Cracking but, uh, world finals, you have to be like great, best yes. in India, one of the best in India. Yeah, yeah, great. Yes, true. Yeah. True. So yeah, but it's a it's a great journey, and I think because of that journey, I think we got we all can say that we didn't really study competitive coding for interviews after that. We just yeah. revised it whenever we had to give interviews. So I love for that part. Like, I never but because that journey is not enjoyable when you are studying it for an interview so yeah. and that is why it gave uh, initially we talked about a lot of skills which we get while we do competitive coding and because we were on a journey we were doing it gradually taking our time we acquired a lot of those skills so yeah mm-hmm. grateful for that uh that is um some good information which you guys shared with us about acm icpc so um just before finishing off i want to ask you uh, let's say this question is for someone who is in his first or second year in college any mistake that you did which you won't want someone to do while he is in first or second year it can be related to competitive coding or anything but anything which you would say that maybe this could have been done a little bit differently personally what i feel i did wrong was like i, I should have been a little more balanced uh okay. so like uh, if you are doing competitive coding you are enjoying it great uh, but also there are other things other perspectives because i i did do like uh, get involved in a little other things as well it's not like i was just doing competitive coding but i could have also like uh, probably uh like uh, for example i could have like uh, taken my uh, core cs courses a little more uh, a lot more seriously so that then uh, like you also have uh, so basically at that point in time it felt like it is of no use but like later on <laughs> in the journey i realized that, yeah it, 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 the importance escalated quite fast a little yes. than a lot <laughs> yes right right <laughs> i think was that prepares us for let's say when we are doing our jobs let's say someone who wants to go so to acquire some higher education a college education is for that so we didn't uh, uh, pay so much attention to it but yes i think i i guess that would be my 
I would also like to change it if I could ever. Yeah, plus plus one on that. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So that's a big advice, guys. All three of us have the same advice for you. Hey, Please, like, uh, yeah. I I guess our seniors uh uh did tell uh, tell us that we should take our academics a little seriously, but yeah. like we were. all in the flow that we were enjoying our college life hmm. and doing what we were passionate about that's it yeah and right. there were a few se- the seniors which were doing the bell coding well as long as managing the studies so that is what is the balanced approach which i didn't uh-huh. have those <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah, if you can have a balanced approach amazing yes yes i guess if you have it then it's perfect but yes as i we, i i only uh, yeah. remember one of our juniors who did keep a proper balance there yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah man but i think i, I guess how he might. i guess this is it's tough it's not easy yeah like, because first of all you get addicted to this uh, sport it's not like you just doing it you actually start thinking about it all the time mm. then you have these courses which are not that interesting maybe not interestingly taught or any reason so yeah it's tough to maintain the balance but i guess that's important yeah probably starting a little earlier like in your school like you could try mm. iiy if you are if you want if you no, no that, that i guess that's a little too much <laughs> <laughs> yeah like if you are enjoying that in that time like just like iit but like if you are liking that again you you get to meet like the the kids of the the best of the best uh, kid competitive coders around the world so again like you like they are like the gold medalist in iii end up in mit so like if you were, if you were able to do that i'm not saying uh, but if you get lit, anything if you get started a little earlier but you enjoy it then i guess you need to have proper exposure also for that you need to someone has to come and tell you that this exists buddy then so you can yeah then you can do other stuff along with it Yeah, probably ten yeah. or fifteen years down the line, this might be a little yes. common, yes. but not not now, I guess. We already have like people are studying coding from third, fourth yeah. classes, I guess. We all know about that. Yeah. Also, we might have uh, competitive coding introduced very early on. Who knows? But yeah, sure. Ah, uh, thank you guys for giving us a deep insight on competitive coding. Thank you so much. It I, was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Yes. Yeah. I hope it was a great talk. Yeah. Yeah. I hope anyone who watches this video or s- listens to us talk, I hope you. I hope we have. Uh, we were successful in helping you in some way or the other. Do give us your opinion, though. Uh, we would love to listen to your opinion. So do put it in the comment section if you want. uh any any last thought guys any last thought uh yeah just do it for the fun <laughs> oh nice <laughs> right just do it for the fun enjoy great okay guys uh signing off see you next time